finally you have reached us in California time, which is a slower time than the rest of the country and perhaps even the world. <clears throat> it's been a tough year, been a couple of tough years. People are going bananas. And this train is rolling into 2022. I don't know if those numbers have any meaning. But in any case, welcome aboard. And uh, it's awards night. We're going to give awards to everyone. So hang in there. And I'm going to turn you over to Dr. Susie. Hi. It's Dr. Susie, your love doctor, your mother, confessor, and your hostess of the Susies. Woohoo! And it is our last FDR broadcast of 2021. I think. You never know. But y yes. It's supposed to be. Uh, yes. Actually, we're, we're you know, yes. Uh, it's, it's the <laughs> last one. Yes, we it's the last one. It's the last one. So I want to wish you a happy holiday and a warm winter solstice. Oh, we'll be back next year, though. Well, of course, yeah, but that's the well, next year. This is the last FDR yeah, of 2021. Right, and then there's the new one. Then there's 2022. 22. Right, right. But right now, it is winter solstice, kind of on the verge, if you're tuned in live. 2021, and full moon. December. Right, the cold winter, full moon, winter solstice. So it's very intense. Ooh, stay safe. All kinds of things are out there. Snowflakes. <laughs> of all kinds. Omicron. Ooh, of all kinds. Mmm, monsters, and Santa, and hey, old man time, Saturn, because happy Saturnalia, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. It's Xmas. <laughs> Sexmas. Festivus and Triple Xmas and also, well, a happy nude rear. And speaking of looking to the rear end, the caboose <laughs> of the train that we're on, and we called the train. FDR, which stands for 
Franklin Delano Roosevelt, our 32nd president, as well as fuck the rich. I've been thinking a lot about that word lately because I've been challenged on it by some relatives. Ooh. And so I think it's a great word. I really think it has so many meanings and it's so short and choppy like spank, you know? I love it. Anyway, we got to do it to the rich cuz they're too rich, you know, for their own good. And we're live from the little love church of the Bonobo Way in Bonoboville, safe and sound, no guests, no winners, no losers. Actually, we never have winners or losers to the awards shows, but we often do have guests that just stop by, but it's the corona apocalypse and so we're not <laughs> it's just you and me are you a winner we are honoring broadcast artistry and exhibitionism for the 10th consecutive year we always do the Dr. Susan TV awards, aka the Susies, to recognize erotic performance, sexual intelligence, pro-sex politics, and weapons. This award is actually quite a weapon. Weapons of mass seduction. And this award can be a weapon of ass destruction. <laughs> Watch out, especially if you keep the wings on it. So be careful, you winners. Well before X-Biz and the AVNs and the T's and the Oscars and the Critics' Choice and the Grammys and the Tonys and the Emmys and the BAFTAs, and the NAACP Awards, and the XRCO Awards, and SAG, and the MTV Awards, and the Golden Globes. I'm sure I've left some out. The Glennies. I won a Glenny Award for Sexologist of the Year. There's so many awards. But these are the Susies, and... We are number one. Can I get an amen? Amen. Can I get an A women? Yes, indeed. Our goal, as always, besides having a come ton of fun, is to advance the noble cause of sex education as we actually face more and more draconian crackdowns on sexual speech on all sides by big tech and by the Texas Taliban and the Mississippi Taliban and the South Carolina Taliban, all kinds of Taliban, with apologies to the actual Taliban, because I'm not really talking about you. I'm just using your alliterative familiarity to drive home a point. 
that censorship is on the rise in all directions. And so we very sincerely and in a way devoutly wish to honor those who challenge censorship sexually and politically and artistically. We also aim to inspire better erotica and or pornography, whatever you like to call it, sex entertainment, with a more sex positive, because there's a lot of sex entertainment, but most of it is sex negative. We've got a lot of sexy people, and usually something bad happens to the ones that are sexually active. So we want to honor those who take their clothes off, both physically and emotionally, and in some sense, seductively, kinkily. Kinkily? Is that a word? Kinkily. Kinkily. Tinkily. We would also like to save the bonobos from extinction because, you know, they're on the verge and not in a good way. So that's one of our big goals in FDR, in the Dr. Susan Block Show, in the Institute, in everything that we do, which is why we begin with some of our main bonobo awards. And we do want to not just help the real bonobos, although that is our main goal, but also to help us bonobo sapiens, help to foster a more bonobo-esque ethos in the world, peace through pleasure, female empowerment, and male well-being, and sharing, and of course, sex positivity. Oh yeah, baby. Mm, Eco-sexuality. And speaking of ethos, our Bonoboville Ethics Committee has, since our inception, stipulated that FDR and or TV staff members, no matter how deserving and wonderful, are ineligible for Susie Awards. So y'all can't win. I'm so sorry. But because we were raised in the United States of Everybody Gets an Award, we do give a special staff award to our beloved staff. A thank you for your service. And these are some troops that I really mean it. Thank you for your service. All of you on our staff, whether you're in Bonoboville or outside of Bonoboville, there are so many layers to Bonoboville. Otherwise, all winners are selected from guest appearances and products used on the 50 live broadcasts of FDR in 2021. 50, Max. We have done 50 shows. This what do you is think the 51st, right? This yes. is the 51st. This one kind of doesn't count because it's like an awards show. 
you but, know, um, I don't know. We've 50 done, FDRs. We've done a lot of shows. Yeah. A lot of shows. That's like a show a week. We, I don't think we missed a week. Yeah, but this, this year we didn't make any magazines. But we will next True. year. Next year we're going to. Yeah, we'll make uh, some more speakeasies and some other stuff, too. Uh, E-magazines. E- Ooh, E-magazines. E-magazines. Usually all of our award winners are people that are on the show. But because we had very few guests and none on video, we're the only ones on video. We're such hams. And we're hardly ever on video. But we did decide to include callers, some callers, very few, and even a few commenters. And we have extended our candidate pool, as we kind of have started doing in the last few years, to people who may not have actually been on the show, but who we talk about. So if we talk about you, you might win an award, which is usually a good thing, although you could win a booby prize. So sit back and pour yourself a glass of champagne or smoke a doobie and relax and root for your favorites and start ringing in 2022 yeah baby we don't usually do it this early that's why i'm all christmased up (laughs) usually it's between christmas and new year's that we do it but everybody's kind of going to the north pole and parts unknown this year so Here we are, and we are ready to enjoy the Susie Awards. And yes, I do have a request already for my high heels, which is awfully awkward in this particular shot. But here you go, Michael. You got your high heel red like Santa's sleigh. Hey. And of course, I do have on my beautiful stockings red like Santa's happy nude rear. Ooh. I hope Santa has a nice tush. When you look at what's in front, you have to wonder. (laughs) In a way, the Susie Awards are the anti-award awards. They certainly are pro-sex. I don't know what other awards are, unless they're kind of sponsored by the porn industry. And many are parodies, but we have a very nice statuette and it's safe, you see. It has a glide vegan condom as a halo on its head and wings made by Miguel and a lovely insignia. So you could get an award. We send everyone digital awards. You, you could actually get this original award, which is actually a piece of art, 
and uh, all you have to do is bid on it, and uh, the bids bid. start at uh, $100. All right. Yep, that's right. A lot of work went into that. That's right. I know a lot of thought went into that amount because yeah. I didn't even know about it before. But It has paper wings. Yes. Plastic body. It's nice. Uh-huh. Uh, An like Oscar body and a glide condom. Yeah, and a body just like cars today, plastic. Mm-hmm. So my first award, of course, is for a very important category. It might be the most important category. I don't know. There's a lot of important categories. But it's always the first to announce. And that is the award for most bonobo. Now, in the past, I've had many guests who have been on the show and performed fantastic sex acts and also been very sapiosexual excitingly smart and uh, well-versed in the bonobo way as well. I'm thinking specifically of Riley Reyes, who is actually featured on our Christmas card right now. And yet this year, Riley didn't call the show. And also, I guess, I just kind of was drawn to giving the award to someone famous and who we have been talking about on the show and who we have been rooting for in terms of freedom. And everyone knows that every week we talk about freeing Julian Assange. And sadly, he is still not free journalist. Anyway, we're going to talk more about him because obviously he's going to win an award. But right now, I'm talking about the most bonobo award that I think has to go for someone that is not in prison because they had to be very bonobo this year, 2021. And the other person that we've been saying free is Brittany. Yeah, I know, Britney Spears, I've always liked her, because she's sexy. I also think she's a great artist. I mean, lyrics, dance, voice, outfits, all of it. And this year, of course, she uh, did get free of her conservatorship that has been controlled by her very controlling family. Which kind of reminds me of the bonobos because the bonobo female leaves her family to go to be with new people and have sex. Yeah, and Brittany does seem very sexual this year. A lot of people criticize her for that because she posts pictures of herself, you know, pretty much naked on Instagram. She'll put an arm over her boobs. I mean, if I posted a picture like that, you better believe. Could you see the nipple? I would be censored. No, you can't see the nipple. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know, she does uh, hide the nipple very artistically, but they're very sexual. 
Mm, speaking of sexual, I think I'm going to take off uh, this. We're going to have to have a discussion about nipples one day. Yes. Because there's something very strange about that whole nipple problem. And how male nipples are okay. Yeah, and how male, you're right, right. That is very strange. But my ball's not. Right. Allowed. <laughs> my bowling How about ball. your jingle balls? Uh, jingle balls, yeah. Jingle balls, jingle balls. Anyway, Brittany, here you go. You win most bonobo. Yeah. I also really appreciated her kind of quasi-socialist commentary during the lockdown period i mean everyone was speculating as to whether she was marxist and since then she has said things that are most decidedly non-marxist and that i don't necessarily support a lot of things that britney says but i support who i think she is i don't know her so I'm kind of taking a leap of faith here, and I hope she doesn't self-destruct in some fashion now that she is free. You know, sometimes freedom does that, and there's all kinds of freedom. So anyway, good luck, and here's an award for you, Brittany. Our most bonobo sexy couple... First of all, I have to say, usually we have an award for bonobo couple, most bonobo couple, one award. This time, I had to make two, because I have two bonobo couples, actually, this year. And the most bonobo sexy couple is the usual winners of most bonobo couple. And this year, I guess I only gave them bonobo sexy because, well, I don't know. They should have called my show more often. No, actually, Bonobo Sexy is a very prestigious award, and I really appreciated Chef Be Live. That's rock star Chef Be Live. And Danielle Watts. That's award winning famous actress Danielle Watts. Except I know this famous person. Okay. And. They are amazing and most deserving of most bonobo sexy couple. And I just love to look at their posts, even though right now they're on the East Coast, I think in Atlanta. Wow. So, congrats. Now, most bonobo friendly couple. Hmm. That's some new winners, and that is the fabulous primatology couple that studies bonobos and that were guests on my 25th bedside chat on Survival of the Friendliest, which is also the name of their fabulous book, and they are Dr. Brian Hare and Vanessa Woods. So the hair is in the woods and you got an award. Most bonobo friendly couple. They're also sexy. Well, they are. Yeah, and I obviously mean, you know. Danielle and Belive are also friendly. You're right. They're friendly and sexy. They're sexy and friendly. Because most bonobo couples are sexy and friendly. Yeah, 
It's true. They go together. They go together. Being right. sexy and friendly. Right. Although occasionally you run into these sexy people yeah. that are not friendly. They're just sexy looking or sounding. Right. Uh, you know, they just sit but there. Se- a lot of sexy. Not friendly, though. A lot of sexy is here. Yes, in the brain. In Max the brain. is pointing to yeah. his brain. Now, I also have to say there are some friendly people who are not sexy. Sorry, friendly people that are not yeah. sexy, but it's true. But I would say that Vanessa and Brian are very sexy people. But, you know, the name of their book is Survival of the, the Friendliest. Friendliest. Maybe if they write Survival of the Sexiest, <laughs> I'll give them the sexy award, huh? <laughs> Brian and Vanessa, try writing that and you'll see the awards you get. But they had to agree with me that. Certainly, as far as bonobos are concerned, who are one of their main subjects in the book, being friendly is about being sexy, being sexual. And, well, we humans, we're so sex negative. There's so much puritanical stuff going on, on the right and the left, that we are repressing our sexuality, and in so doing, repressing a lot of our friendliness and I think that is part of the hate going on people are getting off on the hate because they're not allowed to get off on good old fashioned sex for the most part uh, yeah so we'll talk more about that but <laughs> in the meantime the other award winners. Well, I'm going to do these fast because these are the conservation awards. And I do them in the beginning because they are very important. So all you that only listen in the beginning, you've got to listen to this part. These are the awards for bonobo conservation because we've got to save the highly endangered bonobos from extinction. And I want to award Lola Yabonobo. And, of course, Vanessa and Brian work with Lola Yabonobo, and they have a sanctuary that saves bonobo orphans. And Bonobo Conservation Initiative, which is run by our friend Sally Cox, and they save bonobos in the rainforest. And most bonobo promotion is for the Bonobo Project, And they do a lot of great promotion of all of these uh, boots on the ground, people helping to save the bonobos. So kudos and an award to y'all. And the staff award is, of course, a very bonobo award for the Dr. Susie staff. And uh, what do we have here? Oh, Mindy, love you, Susie. May you and Max and the rest of the crew have a beautiful holiday. Thank you, Mindy Muse. And Michael, thanks, Dr. Susie. Oh, he's the one that wanted the high heel and stocking. Okay, well, you got it. (laughs) One more time. There you go. High heels. Candy Cane Red for you, baby. So, Max, what do you think so far? Well, I think so far so good. Uh, Yeah, I'm very concerned about the censorship, uh, and I think everybody else uh, should be. 
you know, we're broadcasting from Arcadia, California, and Arcadia says I can't broadcast, I can't podcast in the city of Arcadia. Oh, wait till you hear about their award. It, yeah, I cannot <clears throat> listen. To all you podcasters, imagine that Arcadia gets to license podcasters. <laughs> They're all fucked. Okay. Basically, they said we're not allowed <clears throat> to do what we're doing. So yes. I don't know. And we can't we can't rest on our mattresses. And but we certainly can rest our, on our laurels. Is that is there such a thing? As that? Oh yeah, baby, yeah. I'm resting on my laurels okay. right now. Okay, alrighty. And I'm awarding laurels to various award winners. And so now I'm going to the category called Sex and Pleasure. Best first time masturbation story. Because I know people are interested in the sex. We got to have a little sex in the beginning. So we just had all the conservation awards. So best first time masturbation story. Do you remember? When the first time I masturbated? Well, you of course win for first time masturbation story. It wasn't exactly the first time, but sort of your third time or so when you were throwing the Kleenex out the window and your maid oh, uh, uh, told uh, you, you know... It's pro- probably the 48th time. I just, I had just heard about this thing that comes out of your penis right. when you stroke it and it feels good. I'd heard it from some friends on a street corner. Right. You know, and I was just... Ama- I ran home and I ran up into the attic and closed my little study. I had a little study up there, which I didn't study anything. And, uh, and I started to masturbate, but I had no paper. So I took my writing paper from my notebook. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah, rough. But, you know, okay. It, it could hold a, a good load. <laughs> right. And I threw it out the window. And right. So uh, after a while, the, the, the house uh, person uh, came in and said, listen, there's a lot of paper down there. <laughs> You should use a toilet tissue. And throw it in the, the trash to- can. In or the, the toilet. toilet. Yes. You can throw sperm in the Boy, toilet. Boy, was that a revelation. Cause I but thought no other things in yeah. the toilet. Okay. <laughs> All right. Very All right. important revelation. Yeah. But the best first-time masturbation story of 2021 was Anna Fox. Anna. Yeah. She told the story of masturbating on a doorknob. Doorknob. Okay, it was no, pretty yeah, exciting. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. It's about the right height and everything. And we love Anna Fox. Beautiful porn star who, you know, is multi-talented. Just was a regular model and then started doing porn. Check her out. And our award for best boarding school masturbation proselytizing story. Wow. <laughs> I think we cut it down to best boarding school masturbation story. But it was about masturbation proselytizing. And it goes to Johnny Menton. Of course, he told the only story about masturbation proselytizing at boarding school. But it was such an amazing story that we had to give an award for it. And it's on the same show as Anna Fox's first time masturbation story. I think, or the same month. It was during Masturbation Month, May. Maybe not the same show. Probably not. 
Then the best P-spot story. Okay, this is important because a lot of guys love those P-spot stories. A lot of girls like the G-spot stories. And, you know, a lot of trans people love the, I don't know what you want to call it, T-spot stories. But in any case, Natasia Dream, she got a fabulous sex toy and gave herself an amazing penetrative orgasm. And she was just so descriptive. Wow, she gets an award. And she's an al also a Dr. Susie TV alumna. She was on the show, I think, in 2012. How about that? Actually, Anna Fox was on 2011, but also on in 2016, 2017, so a few times. Natasia Dreams, only the once in 2012. I am a veritable dictionary when it comes to our shows. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> okay, so hottest blast from the past. Well, speaking of from a long time ago, Kiss. Can you believe Kiss came back into our lives, Captain Max? Uh, I believe it. I believe it. And she also is Sherry Foster. She always uses both names. I don't know. But Kiss is her porn name, but she's also one of our therapists when she's available. She's a busy porn star, so she's not often available. She has lots of background in her expertise, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> she has so much background in porn, basically, in just all kinds of sex. Hands-on. Very much so. In, his, her, in her movies, not on the phone. Can't, right. Yeah, not in, yet. In her movies. <laughs> Right, and she's just incredibly uh, passionate about her work, which is also her play. She loves it. She really does. And she has a great British accent. So, Okay. Hottest interracial orgy lifestyle. I don't know. I must have been a little stoned when I made up this award. But I gave it to Ambush who called a couple weeks ago and just was a great call. So Ambush, you win a Susie Award. I don't usually give them the callers, but you were so descriptive of your interracial orgy lifestyle, not just like one interracial orgy, but a lifestyle of it that included cuckolding. It was very descriptive. So we want to hear about your future adventures and you get an award. Biggest Improvement on Dad Award goes to, you won't guess this, but you'll understand when I tell you who won this Susie Award, Caroline Rose Giuliani. Oh. Biggest Improvement on Dad, right. And what I mean is, she sounds pretty cool. She's come out as polyamorous. And so we want to support her. And we also want to give a booby award, a booby prize to her dad. Yeah. Rudy the Crude Dude. Oh, Giuliani, ma che cosa fai? And I could give him so many awards, but what, I'm, what I settled on really this afternoon was 
looniest of loos because there are so many, many loonies on that crew that are saying, you know, the election was fixed, that the vaccines don't work. And I would say that Rudy Giuliani is the looniest of loons. So you win a Susie Booby prize. Now stay out of politics. And I mean, really, you should go to jail. Seriously, let your daughter take over. Some of these politics people are actually under sex and pleasure. They're booby prizes. What can I say? Here we are. Most embarrassing John. Really. I had to give it to him. Matt Gates. Matt Gates. Oh, he's just gross and disgusting. Not because he's a John, okay? And I don't know about these chicks and how old they are. I haven't seen any proof of any of that. Just a lot of a lot of rumors and tweets. But what I do know is his politics are for poop and he just says a lot of nonsense. QAnon nonsense. It's dangerous, dangerous, dangerous words. Yes, indeed, that Captain cause, Max. That cause pain and death. Let's and, let's hear you hate. talk about that while you have a little joint well, here. Okay, hi. <laughs> so, uh, th- th- there's a group of people, some of them are next door, they're called Republicans. And for the most part, they're very nice people and... Uh, but they're very uptight and uh, very fascistic in a way. And uh, they are taking over the country while you are playing uh, your video games. <laughs> and uh, you have no idea what's going on. But if you don't wake up soon, you will be in a cubicle somewhere under their control, as you are now. This is the most advanced fascism the world has ever known. It's a fascism where we jump in and become fascists too. No matter what they pay us, we are dead set on crushing freedom and creativity and, and people like us and people like the people out there. It couldn't happen in America. It's happening right on your screen. And speaking of your screen, I'm back. Okay. And I would like to award someone else in that coterie Mm -hmm. for uh, worst cuck. Who do you think that is? The guy that calls everybody else a cock. Roger Stone. That's right. Roger. Hey, baby, what's happening? A booby prize. (laughs) Yeah. Look at you. Susie Award. Okay, so let's get this mouse going. Here we go. Oh, so here's some some good awards. For kink. We love kink. And fetish. We love fetish. And... BDSM. We love that too. So, most well-rounded kinkster is, of course, 
our dear friend, Rhiannon Ahrens. And we're awarding her first because even though that is her traditional award and she kind of wins it every year, but it's such a great award and she so fits that award because she is so well-rounded. She's an MFA and she's a beautiful, all natural, voluptuous milk who is very kinky and is uh, well-rounded. She goes both ways. She's dominant and submissive and a switch. And she's so smart, sapiosexual. She's a published author. She's a filmmaker. And she co-hosted our show on Clubhouse for a few shows. And hi, everybody on Clubhouse. We'll get to you. And so I want to give her a shout out and give her another most well-rounded Kingster Award, Rhiannon Ahrens. And now, a different award. He might have won an award in the past, but Best Masturbation Education is for Nicholas Tanna, the filmmaker who is now making a film about Joycelyn Elders, the former Surgeon General that Bill Clinton fired. That was his first mistake. Well, it was probably his like 8,000th mistake, but it was a mistake. He should not have fired her. He should have taken her advice instead of getting all mucked up in Monica Lewinsky's dress, but he fired her. And so our friend, Nicholas Tanna, who has been on the show and who also made a great masturbation movie called Sticky. He is making a movie about Dr. Joycelyn Elders. And so we want to support his cinematic education efforts and give an award to Nicholas Tanna, a great cinematic auteur and a fun guest on the show for best masturbation education. I mean, we could say best masturbation education project, okay, but that takes up too much room on the award. But you get what I mean. Okay, best femdom toy relationship. Okay, best femdom toy relationship, right? Isn't that a great name for an award, Captain Max? Yes, it is. A femdom and her sex toy is like a, a romance sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's about, you know, your whip. You might have a special paddle or you might have a special dildo or something. But in this case, yes, it is a sex toy and a femdom. And the winner is the fabulous Jewel Marceau who was on our show years ago, really lots of years ago. Wow, 2003, I think, with Mistress Isabella Sinclair. So they were both on 
so many years ago. We got to bring that show out of the archives. But in the meantime, Jewel called in on the show and described her very intimate relationship with Barney. Do you remember Barney, Max? Barney. Barney is her motor bunny. Or Sibian, I'm not sure which, but uh, a sex oh, toy. A what sex a, toy. a motor right, bunny right, right, or a right, Sibian, right. a Barney, big yeah, toy. Or maybe not even that. I think that was the night that Jackie Blue passed away, or we talked about her. And we were talking about how she took this giant dildo on a sex machine. And I think that that's the type of sex toy that Barney is. So it's quite a intense X-rated sex toy that is winning the Susie Award along with Jewel Marceau. Yeah, very, very, very important. Uh, very important that we have good uh, uh, machines that uh, can teach us about sex and pleasure and orgasm and and dreams and yes, I think so. Machines. We have machines to do everything uh, else. You know. You know all these so-called time savers that aren't really time savers. Uh, I mean, you know, savers. all this computer stuff is not a time saver. It makes work. But let me tell you, a vibrator does not make work. Doesn't. It actually saves time and having an orgasm. And you can choose to do it by yourself or with a partner. Yeah, you know? and it's safe, you know, unless you... Could be you, know. you and me and Barney. I mean... And Barney. I don't use yes. Barney, but, you know... Barney! <laughs> if I did use Barney, that would be cool, right? You mm-hmm. and me and Barney as a threesome. Sure. Hey, guys, do not be intimidated by your partner's sex toy. And, and don't be like the firewoman who gets creeped out. Oh, even no. even thinking don't, about it. Don't be getting creeped out. No, no, no. Okay. Open your mind, and if you do get creeped out, if you're seriously creeped out, well, you just move on to somebody else. <laughs> right? Don't say I'm creeped out, or just say you know I can't deal with it. It reminds me of my childhood you know i need to go to a therapist whatever but don't be insulting okay so how did we go from barney to therapy well i have no idea but that's what we specialize in. that's true and uh, we, that's uh, what uh, is sponsoring this show and that's what sponsors the, the show dr susan block institute and give us a call yeah and it sponsors just thousands and thousands of uh, free content from photos Ooh. to articles to just uh, you name it. And when it comes to sex or politics, because we talk a little bit about politics. I know that upsets our our. Uh, yeah, I still have politics right. awards yeah. to give out. Yeah, yeah. You okay. know, I have a lot of awards we'll to give there. out. We got to move, go, go, move, move, move. Okay. Go. Most adorable. This is an award that we did not give out last year because she wasn't on the show. But she called the show. So... She was adorable, and we have to give it to her because she is amorable, adorable, amorable, amor. Baby Block Hilton, you're a winner. Love you. Yes, 
Amore Hilton. She's so fabulous. She's more fabulous than ever, actually, and that's another reason she gets this award is I've been checking her out, you know. She's doing great. She looks yeah, beautiful. Yeah, she looks gorgeous, you know. I mean, people go up and down, of course. <laughs> you should see me. Yeah, I mean, maybe she, people she. are looking at me right now and thinking, yeah, you're on the downswing, hon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, too. We but Amora is looking good. She's yeah. looking adorable. Amorable. Kinkiest masks. Masks are still important. That's right. We thought we'd be out of them by now, but no. Kinky masks, sexy masks, important. You know, you could be a sexy person. Any mask looks sexy on you. But most of us need help doing a sexy mask. My snowman. Anyway. Gas Mask Girl is the winner of Kinkiest Masks. And remember they called, actually it was Mistress Amina, and she talked about having various forms of kink and sex with a mask on. So it's very sexy. And we love Mistress Amina. We see her on all the social media and hopefully one day we'll all be together again yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know uh that mask thing i think these masks if i was uh, if i had a if i was a little loony these masks are getting you ready for the real masks that you're gonna have to wear susan oh what do you mean the real masks? the ones with the tubes on the front like they were in the army Oh. Against our environment. Oh. So they're getting you ready for that. Some people say that, but I, I don't I like know. my boss mask. Yeah, that's very nice. That looks good. But, yeah, I mean, they're getting us ready, I guess. It's n- nothing like a conspiracy. It's just a conspiracy of Mother Nature and chemicals that are coming out against us and a conspiracy of dunces you know people that just really don't know what's going on and I say that about both the right and the left and I'm not going to go too far into that because I got awards to give out and best kink community leader I have to give to Mistress Cyan and I just have to give her an award even though she wasn't on the show this year because she just is constantly showing leadership, especially the way that she dealt with this year's DomCon. I got to do a video and she just kind of coordinated it and did not make the people that felt a little uncomfortable for going at this risky time feel bad. And yet she did do something for the people that wanted to go. So really, she is a great kink community leader. Congratulations once again, Mistress Cyan. Hope to see you soon. Yeah, I hope to actually go to DomCon this year and do my Mistress of Ceremonies duties. It's my duty to spank booty at DomCon. One way or the other. (laughs) Maybe with my dazzling goddess phoenix whip 
Yes, indeed, because she is the winner of Most Dazzling Dom. And I just give her it because she's been commenting. And in this day and age, sometimes little comments from people are almost like being with them. Not really, but hey, it's some connection, some feeling of intimacy. What do they call that? A hit like ecstasy, like a drug. It's crazy. It's making us all very crazy. But lack of it, just being by yourself, is even worse. So thank you, Goddess Phoenix. And certainly whenever I flaunt my dazzling fiber optic whip, I think of you. Mm. Yes, and so, congratulations. She did her last interview with us from the bubble bath. Talk about kinky. And now, I want to award my dear friend a different award than usual because, I don't know, I like to mix it up sometimes and sometimes just go with tradition. So this time I am giving you the award for most valuable gemdom. And yes, you are glowing like all the lights surrounding me now. And I know you call yourself a gemdom, and you've been a femdom, and now you're a gemdom, and you are a jewel in my life, and you are Madame Marguerite. Who else could you be? So, congrats, you get a different award. She usually gets Best Animal Play Monarch, which she kind of gets again, but... You know, I, I don't know. I didn't follow that with her. I've been following the Gemdom thing, so that's what you get an award for. I like it. The Gemdom thing. I'm a Gemdom, too. I got my gems on. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm a cheap Gemdom because none of them are that valuable. Uh, I only say that so that no one will rob me. Ha, ha, ha. Now you don't know. Anyway. Oh, this is a good category. It's a new category, too. And a new winner. And also someone who comments, but so soulfully. And her award is for most caring dom and that is goddess phoenix steel and she hasn't been on the show but she comments so nicely off and on about different things and when we did the hanukkah show a few weeks ago she talked about goddess sadie hawkins who passed away who had been at our Hanukkah show in 2010. And it was just such a beautiful memory of a wonderful femdom who was taken from us too soon. So it was very emotional. And yet it's all about K 
kink. <laughs> so, you know, kink is not all fun, but it goes in and out of fun and the rest of life, you know. And sometimes the rest of life is tough. And so we say goodbye to Goddess Sadie Hawkins. Uh, and, and we say congrats to goddess Phoenix Steele because she is such a compassionate, expressive of feelings dom. And I guess I thought the best word was just caring. And it's a very bonobo award, but caring seemed like the right word, so congrats. Madame Mina de Saad Fatal, you haven't been on the show, but you came here to my birthday, <laughs> all dressed up, but you came a day early. And I thought of all these funny type awards to give you for that. And then I thought, you know, that is not nice. I'm not going to do that. So I am simply giving you a reprise of your most sapiosexual sadist award because you deserve it. And now, this is a different award. This is most intriguing celebrity fetish. And that is for cannibalism. I know, it's kind of weird. It's most intriguing. I find it intriguing. Hey, when we kiss, it's like we're eating each other up. And yet, it's the most horrible thing. Of course, I agree. It's horrible. And yet, it's just oral when we swallow parts of each other or fluids of each other. We are eating each other. And it's more taboo than ever in these diseased times. And, of course, these very sex-negative times. And I realize that Mr. Army Hammer is very much persona non grata. But I don't think he's been convicted of a crime as of yet. And I reserve the right to say, oh, I'm withdrawing this award because he's turned out to be really quite an asshole. And I understand he's had some people sort of say he's an asshole. But I'm going to give him this award. Anyway, this award doesn't say he's a great person. It simply says... He has the most intriguing celebrity fetish. You win. Army Hammer for cannibalism. Okay. Arts, Sciences, and Media. Bonobo Humanitarian Award goes to Dr. Joycelyn Elder. We've already talked about her, the former Surgeon General that Nicholas Tanna is making a movie about, but I, I wanted to give her an award because she's getting up there. And, I, you know, so many of my heroes are going. Like, this week, every day. It's just appalling. And so I realize I have to try to honor people more while they're alive. So I am honoring Dr. Joycelyn Elders for her amazing work and very bonobo work, very humanitarian and always cheerful, 
even though she has been so mistreated and maligned. And I know that, you know, we might not be the most important award she's gotten, but you win a Susie Award for Most Bonobo Humanitarian, Dr. Joycelyn Elders. And speaking of people who have left us, also I am awarding Anne Rice, who I interviewed years ago, many, many years ago, before any of this, before the show, before I knew about bonobos, when I was just a kid, really, at San Francisco State. And her husband, Stan Rice, was my English professor. I was a master's student, and I was taking courses, and I was also writing for the San Francisco Bay Guardian, and I was doing an article on interesting couples, and certainly Anne and Stan Rice were an incredibly interesting couple, although this was when the interview with the vampire had just come out, and it was out for a couple of years, and she was a little bit famous, yes, but not super famous, like she had since become. So she was very generous with her time, and I just spent the whole day in her kitchen and talked with her about life and art and sex and love and Stan, and her love for Stan was so inspiring. I remember her high Victorian collars and yes, her black skirt, her white lace. She was so nun-like, it was kinky. I didn't know much about kink then. I learned, and then I learned that not only did she write Interview with the Vampire and Queen of the Damned and so many other fantastic kinky horror books, but she wrote Erotica. And I'm not much of a horror fan, although I have to make an exception for Anne because Interview with the Vampire and all those books are just amazing. But The Claiming of Sleeping Beauty and all the beauty trilogy uh they are just amazing kink books and they pretty much changed my view of what kink is so i must give you a very very heartfelt award Anne rice uh you really inspired me when i was just so young Anne rice best dark erotica you win a Susie. Okay, now, sexiest radio show, besides FDR, of course. I can't give us an award. So the sexiest other radio show, and I've been on a few radio shows this year in 2021. I like it, because you don't have to get dressed up, you know. And the sexiest radio show Not just because they had me on, although that was a sexy episode, but they have done some other very sexy, very enthralling episodes, and that is Media Roots Radio. And yes, they are our friends, but no, they didn't bribe us, although maybe you could say that my appearance on their show was a bit of a bribe, but they really did some great shows this year. Abby Martin and Robbie Martin. And Abby, of course, has been on the show, And Robbie has had me on the show. And we just love them and their show. So congrats, the Martins and their respective spouses who are part of everything. Okay, 
cleverest comments I have to give to Stan Kent, who is a former TV show guest, and hopefully he will be on the show in the future. But in the meantime, he is making the funniest and also heartfelt and interesting comments. So congrats, Stan Kent, who is also an erotica writer, a very, very good erotica writer. I won't say hats off because then it will be difficult to get it back on. But yes, check out his erotica. In fact, his handle on Twitter is try Stan Kent erotica, I think. Something like that. Try it on for size. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Most passionate comments, okay, I had to give to another Past, not guest so much, but on the crew, and that would be Kristen Rocks. Hey, Kristen, I know you're out there, unless you took a bathroom break right now, but I know you've been going back and forth on different media, but congrats. Your comments are very passionate. We agree with some of them and we disagree with others and we won't go into which right now, but we want to award you for your passion. So, moving right along. Ah, I was gonna give him another award, but then I found out he passed away. Oh. Little Elvis. Goodbye. See ya. Smokey Binion Jr. You know, I just got to say rest in peace and rest in music. I don't like most of these RIPs. I, I can't stand rest in power. What are you going to be in power? You're dead. Okay, you should have peace. Rest and pleasure seems a little weird, you know, because you're supposed to be dead. But rest in music. Maybe there's music in heaven, or maybe there's some great music in hell. I would think Satan would have some great music. And, hey, you know, Elvis might be down there. So <laughs> I think Smokey is up there, though. Smokey's such a good guy. And we love you, Smokey. We'll spend more time talking about you some other time. I just want to say we miss you, Smokey. Yeah, and let us know when you settle down up there or down there, wherever you are, and we're going to send you a signed autograph picture of us. Yes. Which I know you would enjoy. Well, you know, I almost gave him an award for the most persistent ladies' man. Oh, yes. That was going to be his award. Most persistent ladies' man. Because he loves to send his pictures to the ladies of Bonoboville. And I'm sure other ladies, too, because I notice his Facebook page is full of ladies appreciating him. And men, too. He's a friendly guy. He should get a Bonobo Friendly Award, really. And he should be with us still. Yeah, it's, it's very really nice. too bad, too bad. I don't know and, what and took big, him. And a big supporter of the Institute. Yes, very, um, very much so. Very much supported the Institute in what we did in very significant ways. And we love you. We miss you, Smokey. We'll never forget you. And you are certainly sure. immortalized on our show 
as the greatest little Elvis tribute artist ever. I still have his picture framed. So I'm giving an award to Dita Von Tees this year, <laughs> even though she hasn't been on the show, but I am editing a show that I did with her from 2001, long time ago. And I am giving her an award because she's been in the news for various controversies, as well as promoting positive things for a lot of different things. And I must say, I support her grace under pressure. So Dita, this is an award for grace under pressure for you. And I think everybody can figure out what that means when you got those controversies and you got people asking you a lot of questions and you deal with it in a graceful way. You deserve an award because it's not easy. Here's a couple of awards for people I don't know. Most Bonobo song is for WAP, also pronounced WAP by Cardi B or WAP, Wet Ass Pussy. And uh, gosh, that was uh, not just a great video, but it also inspired Ben Shapiro to make a complete ass of himself, which he does regularly, but it kind of was a nice synchronicity of a right-winger making an ass of himself with a great song coming out and supporting female sexuality in a very sex-positive educational manner, and I appreciate that. So... You win a Susie, Cardi B. Cardi B was on the cover of one of the issues of Cosmo that I appear in, so I kind of feel a sisterhood with her. And she also has been a sex worker and very sex positive. She has her ups and her downs. I don't agree with her about everything, but I support her sex positivity and her creativity, and she wins the Susie Award. And most Bonobo album goes to Montero. Boy, call me by your name, people are getting it this uh, year on the Susie's. This is a different call me by your name. The other one is the cannibal one. Yeah, well, I didn't <laughs> give that one an award exactly, but Army <laughs> Hammer was in a movie called Call Me By Your Name. And Lil Nas X is the winner of this Most Bonobo Album Award for Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Anyway, great album, so beautiful, so crazy, and so sex positive, you gotta see it. And of course, it honors Satan, which I really appreciate, being a supporter of Pan. Although it kills Satan in the end, you know, it kind of hedges its bets. It's trying to appeal to everybody in a way, although I'm sure that uh, the super Christians do not appreciate it. So I appreciate it because Satan is given the respect that Satan deserves because Satan really is just the Catholic Church's bastardization of Pan, who is the patron saint of the bonobos. Pan is the lord of the wild. And this is why I appreciate 
Lil Nas X and his rendition of Pan and Satan, you know, the devil. And I am also giving an award, the opposite award in a way, to Travis Scott Kardashian. Or maybe I should say Travis Scott Jenner Kardashian, but that's too much to get into the award label. So you're going to be Travis Scott Kardashian. And your award is for least satanic. Well, it's actually for give Satan a bad name. Okay, a lot of people have called Travis Scott's Astro World satanic. And I resent that. It was a terrible event, and he bears some blame for it. I think no matter what, maybe not super blame, maybe not jail blame, but he certainly provided a venue that caused this terrible, terrible accident. And I say caused because it wasn't properly secured. And I say accident because I don't think anybody intended for death and destruction to happen. And that's what these crazy, oh, it was satanic people say. No, it wasn't satanic. And besides, Satan was not into killing people. Satan was into people eating apple and having sex. And then he reigned over hell. So, you know, if you're already dead and you did bad things on the earth, then you went and you hung out with Satan. But killing people, that kind of thing, that, I don't know if that's Satan's, Satan's field. So certainly don't be calling Travis Scott Kardashian satanic. No. Best bore. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Best bore is a special, special category this year that I've never had before. Now, you may not know what I mean by bore. First of all, we should spell it, right, Captain Max? Bore. You mean the pig. Oh, oh. gave it away. <laughs> well, okay. Well, okay, yeah. Bore is spelled B-O-A-R. Okay. And S. the winner is Pig. Pig. Right. Right, 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 right. Okay. An exciting new movie that really is not <clears throat> about excitement. It's about meaning and intensity and just loneliness and specialness and a beautiful boar. It doesn't have a name, actually. <laughs> uh, it's a kosher boar because nobody eats it. It's a truffle pig, actually. So it's not one of the pigs you eat, I don't think. Or do, do they eat it in the end? Somebody eats it. Maybe somebody does. But in any case, you win best boar. I was going to say best kosher boar, but I decided no, 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 no. Of all the boars... Yours is the best. It's got nothing to do with whether it's kosher, although hopefully nobody eats this beautiful, smart pig. And a lot of pigs are very smart. And this pig is especially smart. It's a truffle pig. 
so you win this award and the winner is of course our dear friend Vanessa Block I say friend but that's my name so maybe she's more than a friend how do you spell nepotism <gasps> oh my god I've been caught Vanessa Block is my cousin not actually she's not my cousin but <laughs> we like to call each other cuz so yeah. anyway cuz you win best bore and good luck i hope you win an oscar which i'm sure is going to be much more important to you than a susie award but nevertheless you know that before the oscars before the emmys before the expos before the golden globes there's the susies and you won maybe it's your first award this year i don't know you probably won other awards though already Sure. <laughs> but anyway, here we go. It's your only award for being a boar. No. <laughs> it's for being the for pig. being the best boar. B O A R. Best best pig. A world class pig. Yeah. It's quite a movie. It really is. Quite an intense, interesting movie. And maybe Nicolas Cage is gonna get an Oscar for it. You know, he, he gives quite a performance. So I think she should share it with Michael Sarnowski. Yeah. Yes, Vanessa Block and Michael Sarnowski. Okay. So, this biggest. Is yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Actually, we should tell people where they can get a copy of this by going to our uh, one of our pages, and they can pick out their own. Get a copy of, of the award. Of the award with their oh. name on it. Oh. Right. Yes. Now, you mean the winners, yes, or do you mean the anybody? Then anybody. Anybody who yeah. pays us $100, <laughs> we will come up with an award for you. How's that for whores, okay? <laughs> okay. That's good. That's the kind of whores we are. All right. Now, I, I don't know. We'll consider it, maybe. If you are Matt Gates, though, you are not able to get a different award, even if you give us $100. You still get most embarrassing John. So, moving right along. Biggest flip-flop is OnlyFans. Need I say more? Worst clickbait, I had to give it to the, Gab to the Gabby Petito story. Okay, I know, nobody's there to take it, but I just got so crazed from that Gabby Petito story. It drove me nuts. Throwback King. Guess who that is? It's our good friend, Ikor the Wolf. Howl. And he is one of the stars of tonight's Throwback the Xmas Bacchanal 2018 Jingle Bell Orgasms to Oh Holy Night. That's right. We were singing Oh Holy Night. Mm -hmm. And Rhiannon was on the motor bunny having mm -hmm. an orgasm while we were singing Oh Holy Night. Mm. It's really an amazing sexual, spiritual exhibit communal ecstatic 
moment. Baby Jesus butt plug plays a big part in that show. I forget what's so big. <laughs> the butt? It was a big Maybe something. Maybe there was a big butt for baby Jesus to go into. But in any case, the baby Jesus butt plug is a big part of this Bacchanal. And honoring International Day to End Violence Against Sex Workers, that is a big part of this show. Because after all, Jesus loved the hookers. Yeah, he did. He did. That's right. I think he had a foot fetish, too. Ecor is one of the stars of that amazing extravaganza, as he is of most of our throwbacks, which is why, even though he usually gets, like, sexiest rapper or sexiest hip-hop artist, Mm -hmm. this time he gets throwback king. Okay. All right. Something a little different. Okay, Loser Twersky, on the other hand, does not get something different. He gets the same award he gets every year. He was not exactly on the show, but he was at my birthday, so that was kind of a quasi-show. So I gave him his usual funniest, fundamentalist, refugee, Loser Twersky. Speaking of that birthday, I am also awarding for Best Pot Pies. The Cannabelli King, Jux Lee. Oh my goddess, were those pot pies fantastic or what? (laughs) Some people just passed out from eating them. But others of us just went on psychedelic trips. It was like mushrooms. Great birthday. Thank you. Also, at my birthday and getting the award for Sexiest Sneakers... I'm not sure why, but just take it. Sexiest sneakers. Mistress Erica. I can't pronounce her last name. R-I-J-K-Z. But she's hot. She even makes a pair of Keds look hot. I don't think they're Keds, though. But she looks sexy in her sneakers. Oh, yeah. And nastiest billionaire. Okay, who do you think that is? Uh, it could only be one of a few. You're talking about Jeff? No. Okay, I'll give out Jeff's award first. Okay, I don't. Jeff I don't know you Bezos me. wins yes. a billionaire award. There's two billionaire awards this year. Most obnoxious billionaire. Okay. Okay. He's just obnoxious. I don't think he's nasty. Who the, the other guy? Okay, wait. I just want to say yeah, that Jeff ahead. Bezos is the most obnoxious person, maybe. Yeah. In a way. I mean, thanking Amazon workers for <laughs> his little joyride into space with his dick-shaped It was all on your rocket. back. <laughs> and then having some sort of rendezvous about rockets the day after Amazon workers die in that tornado caused by climate change that is caused by businesses like yours 
Jeff Bezos. We revealed the the picture of, of his rocket right. into space before he before he built the rocket. This is Jeff Bezos. Yeah. He wouldn't print this edition here. No. Uh, this is. And um, there might have been some other reasons. It is a very sexy yeah. magazine. However, we think it's because we printed his dick, the dick pick. Yeah. That's it, which is now the rocket pick. Anyway, it's in Spankin' Art, which is available on drsusanblock.com. Makes great winter solstice, full moon, Christmas, New Year's, Festivus. If you like. <laughs> if you like spanking. We also have one for splosh, you know. If you're into cannibalism, food. start with splash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, don't don't be eating anybody's toes or their nose or anything like that. But you know, you sometimes just them. licking their body feels like cannibalism. Mm. Speaking of which, Captain Max. Yes. I have mistletoe here. Ah. Uh, mm. All right. Okay. That's it. That's the mistletoe moment. So anyway, nastiest billionaire is dum 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 Elon Musk. Right, he's nasty. I mean, he says these terrible things, like when he was man of the year or whatever he is in time, person of the year, person of interest. <laughs> Bernie, my friend Bernie who isn't getting an award this year, but he rightfully said he should pay taxes. And so what does Elon say? Like, you're still alive? <laughs> oh, I thought you were dead. Something like that. Well, how obnoxious. No wonder Grimes is divorcing you. I like how she was caught reading Marx. Because you're nasty. What is she, a singer? What was she yeah, she's a singer. She's kind of cute. She's very cute, actually. I think she's adorable. I mean, sometimes she dresses down, especially when she's with him. But, you know, especially when she's by herself or doing a photo shoot, she's gorgeous. And she's got interesting sort of spacey music. She did something about her boyfriend being nasty. That's you, Elon. Cough it up, you know. Hey, listen. If you give a billion dollars to the bonobos who you claim to like, I will just say I mean nasty in a good way. And and you could give us a little piece, a little share. You're a winner, Elon. Nastiest billionaire. Whoa, do I mean it in a good way or a bad way? I don't know, but I see them all. I'm very happy they're going into space. (laughs) okay so here's another billionaire but he doesn't get a award for being a billionaire because well he gets another award because he's just so strange you know who I mean in fact he gets the Dr. Strangelove Award (laughs) Heil now he's not an obvious Nazi but he is strange, and he's a diabolical scientist type of person. You know, who do I mean? I mean Zuck. Marky Z, Mr. Metaverse. Right, yeah. He's Dr. Strangelove. 
That's what he seems to be when he explains what's going to happen to us in the metaverse. Ah, talk about prison. Yikes. Anyway, speaking of prison, now our category is bonobo politics, and the winner is in prison still. You got Kyle, Killer, Rittenhouse roaming around, going on talk shows, and the winner of most bonobo journalist is in prison. Who do I mean? You know who I mean. He won last year, but he deserves it, even when he's not in prison, which I hope one day he won't be, but I have my doubts. It's, it's nerve-wracking. It's crazy. Julian Assange. That's right. More important than Britney Spears, although, you know, every life is important, but she wasn't in prison. He's in prison. One of the worst prisons. And they're extraditing him to an even worse prison in the USA. It's terrible. He's being imprisoned and being killed slowly. They did a plot to actually kill him quickly, but somehow it didn't come together. So they're killing him slowly. And the plot has been in effect for years. And he's dying slowly. It's terrible. Really, such a sin. Because he exposed the killers in the US government. So most bonobo journalism goes to, well, speaking of nepotism, of course, Counterpunch, and uh, I write for Counterpunch, yeah, full disclosure, but so do a lot of other great people, and actually I haven't had anything in there for a few weeks, so, uh, but a lot of great people, especially Jeffrey St. Clair, the editor of Counterpunch, and Joshua Frank, another editor, but Jeffrey's been around for years, and he and Alexander Coburn really believed in me and my political writing many years ago, and I appreciate that. But, you know, it's beyond me, although what really is beyond me? I don't know. It's all about my opinion, and l I guess lately I just feel like I like to read Counterpunch, not just write for it. I, I really like to read it. It really enlightens me when the mainstream media just doesn't work. Most bonobo protest. Mike Prisoner disrupting George W. Bush. That was quite something. Mike Prisoner, who is Abby Martin's husband, who we met here in Bonoboville. Well, not in this place, but at one of our places. And he's a great guy. He's a sexy, cool guy. But when he interrupted George W. Bush's victory lap in L.A., it was just tremendous. And he was pounced on by these goons that just basically shut him up. But not before he was able to really get it out there that he is a veteran and that George W. Bush who has been rehabilitated by some people, people that are like anyone but Trump, right? I'm very anti-Trump, but 
not George W. Bush. Okay. So I appreciate what Mike Prisoner did protesting what George W. Bush did to him in Iraq and his friends in Iraq and Afghanistan. So you win most bonobo protest, Mike Prisoner. So most bonobo candidate is Zach Weiner. Check out my article. I don't know if it's Zach Weiner or Weiner, but it's not Anthony Weiner or Weiner. Weiner so. or Weiner. <laughs> Whatever it is, is your Weiner's all right. <laughs> okay, most bonobo politician, I got to move ahead here. I'm running out of time, is Stacey Abrams. Well, just check out her career. She's great. And she's also a great romance writer. So that's another reason I like her besides her politics is her romance writing. Most bonobo political activist is Chris Gagliardi. Yay, Chris. I don't know if you're still out there, but you have been out there. And I appreciate it. So Chris, if you want to say a very quick, very short victory speech, you can do that. But Chris, you have been through so much this year, and we just want you to know that we appreciate what you do. So, yeah, congratulations, most bonobo political activist. Best dressed dem, AOC, of course, tax the rich, her Met Gala ball gown. Yes, indeed. A lot of people criticized it, but I'm giving her an award for it because I thought it was cool. Hey, what are you going to do? Wear Fuck the Rich? I don't think you can wear that to the Met Gala. So Tax the Rich was pretty good. Yeah. Worst dressed Dem. Kirsten Cinema. Oh, my God. Actually, I should criticize her for a lot more than just her outfits. But her outfits, you know, I mean, they're crazy. Anyway, Kirsten, just be the Democrat that you started out being, okay? And get the hippie clothes and the hippie way of looking at things and stop wearing these color block, uh, me, me, me type of stuff because that's what your politics has turned into. Loser of the century! I mean, could there be another? I Maybe he should be loser of the millennium, but I don't feel like I know about enough guys in the millennium. Maybe that's too much. But the century, yes. Donald J. Trump, you are definitely the loser of the century. And what's really scary is that a lot of people think you won, and that's why I got to say you're the loser of the century, because you didn't win. And you keep trying to litigate that you won. And the the crazy thing is that you could even somehow become president again. It's frightening to contemplate. But you could without actually winning. And the fact is you did not win the popular vote in 2020. I mean, actually in 2016. You certainly didn't win in 2020. But you didn't win in 2016. So you're the loser of the century. Most anti-sex official. Guess who? Let me have the postcard. Arcadia City Inspectors. You win 
most anti-sex officials. You earned it. That's a booby prize. Yeah, I know. They earned That's it. That's because they didn't like Marilyn's boobies. Uh, and they have been harassing us ever since. The firewoman. Can you imagine the firewoman comes in your house and, and comes after you because they don't like your art? Mm. Yeah. Well, that's basically what happened to yeah, us. Of course. Mm. And that's a, that's, a, that's a city official. Anyway, where are we? How far are we? Right. We're almost done. We also have uh, Chris Gagliardi on oh, the line. Okay. Oh, oh right. cool. Okay. Oh, we have a winner. Yes. How you doing? Hi, Chris. How you doing, Hi. Dr. Block? I want to say, to 41 years ago, yesterday, actually, it was my birthday as well. So... Happy birthday! Yes. yes. I just want to say how grateful I am to receive this award once again, being now a six-time Susie Award winner. This is what That's unprecedented. Right. I think there should have been also another award for Bonobo Profile and Courage as well, because of all that I've been through as well. <laughs> and I want to thank you so much for this award. Now that I have completed my final fall semester at the college that I've been studying to become a journalist myself, I am getting close to the final chapter of the spring semester, and then the finish line will be in sight and a new chapter of my life will begin. So I want to thank you, Dr. Block, and everybody in my life that has been there for me, and I am so grateful to receive this award. All right. Oh, well, that's a beautiful speech, Chris. And you certainly deserve it. You went through a lot this year. We're just grateful you're still alive. Well, and home. But we also think you deserve an award. And home. I just got home November 30th. And we're cleaning up and we're going to make our right. home even more stronger than ever. I even did send an instant message of my statement. So there it's in full and hopefully it will inspire us. And the water's out of the closet? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the closet is <laughs> Yes, dry. they changed is the closet. Yet? They did the vestibule and everything downstairs. Oh. It is much better, but we are we're gonna make it our home as well. So thank you so much. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> and are the were the people underneath you okay? They're all okay. Many of them are uh, some of them good. have already come home already and starting to clean up oh, and good. have new good. new things. But there are others who are still gonna be at the hotel for another year. In fact the senior citizen complex wow. for a year probably because they're still waiting for the supplies to finish up the restoration and everything. Hmm. All right. It just hurts my heart. Well, you have certainly survived a very tough year and you've done very well. And so you have a lot to celebrate. Happy birthday and congratulations on being a six time Susie Award winner. Okay. So, Thank you so much. Yeah. My pleasure. You take care. Yeah. Huh? Happy okay. holidays. Happy, year. happy winter solstice. Right. Merry Christmas. And stay dry. And, and a happy nude soon. rear. Mm. Mm. Now, moving right along through our awards, we have least sexy politician is Josh Hawley. Least sexy journalist, Nick Kristoff. Worst Yale grad, Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, yeah. Worst courtroom crying scene, Killer Kyle Rittenhouse. Worst Trump family values, the Crumleys. 
Bonobo Courage Award. I do have a Bonobo Courage Award, actually. Kind of a profile in courage. And it goes to the Schministim group that is refusing to be drafted into the Israeli Defense Force, the IDF. So we are very much Jews for Palestine here in Bonoboville. At least I am, and Max is. So some of us are Jews for Palestine. Others are Christians for Palestine, I guess. But anyway, we're for Palestine, and uh, we want to support these uh, refuseniks, in a way, is what they are. And they're refusing the draft, and we support them. They're being jailed for that. Miss Amosexual is Lauren Biebert. She had a tough rival in Marjorie Taylor Greene, who I like to call Marjorie, but Marjorie won Miss QAnon Sensical. So they both have their awards that they should have sashes for, really, ladies. The dangerous people. You know. dangerous Miss QAnon Sensical is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, dangerous. Miss Amosexual is Lauren Biebert. Yeah. Worst law is still Sesta Fosta. Um, most mourned. We had a lot of friends die last year. Oh my God, this past 2021. But I guess most mourned, I guess when I kind of compare it to me personally and people who are fans of FDR, I would say Ed Asner. So he's the winner of most mourned. Of course, he's no longer with us. Least mourned, I would say, would be Rush Limbaugh. He definitely wins. Least mourned, at least among my audience. So, Now, least mourned war criminal <laughs> is Donald Rumsfeld. So, hey, Rummy, you don't get to win least mourned because people haven't heard of you that much. It's 20 years later. But you are the least mourned war criminal. You are le less mourned than Colin Powell, for instance. Another war criminal, but not as big of a schmuck, not as obvious of a schmuck as you. So these are my amazing awards for 2021. The Susie. Yay. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Can I get an A women? These are our designated gods and goddesses and devils of 2021. So we congratulate the winners and our condolences to the losers and the booby prize winners. But uh, we love you all in one way or another. And I love especially my captain, Captain Max. Ooh. We will have one more mistletoe moment, however. Here we go. Hey, don't, don't forget, most of the content, as they call it today, is, uh, is free. And it's on our sites, and it's uh, paid f forward, in a way, by uh, clients of the Institute. So, uh, take care. Yeah, we are always available at 
drsusie.tv and FDR. Or go to Google. Google us, baby. Well, you can also Google us. Yeah. And you can also call us. We are here throughout the holidays. The Therapist Without Borders. Where are you going? Come oh, stay in the picture. You could be in the picture. The light was oh, too okay. bright. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to put mine on, too. So. There you go. That's better. <laughs> Way better. So... Make like bonobos, not baboons. Have a beautiful, safe, but fun holiday. And make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight. Even if that someone is you. I love you. All right. It's beginning to look like Hollywood. (laughs) Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves. But my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.